In Mark chapter 9, beginning with verse 30, we read, They went on from there and passed through Galilee. And he did not want anyone to know, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he is killed, after three days, he will rise. But they did not understand the saying and were afraid to ask him. And they came to Capernaum. And when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you discussing on the way? But they kept silent, for on the way they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve, and he said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And he took a child and put him in the midst of them. And taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. At this juncture in Jesus' ministry, he's explaining in clearer and clearer terms exactly why he's come, what mission God has sent him as the Christ here to fulfill, and how that will involve his death, his burial, and his resurrection. And at this juncture, his disciples just don't get it. Even when Jesus gets them away from the crowds and is repeatedly explaining this to them, they don't get it. But in this particular instance, they don't ask. They just sort of keep their doubts and misunderstandings and confusion to themselves. Yet even as Jesus is trying to impart to them the crux of why he came, the mission that everything else hinged around, these fellows are missing the point entirely. Because when Jesus asked them what they'd been discussing on their way to this house in Capernaum, none of them wanted to fess up to the fact they'd actually not been discussing so much as arguing about who was the greatest. Here Jesus is, the Son of God, trying to help them understand how he came to give his life as a sacrifice and how he would take it up again when he rose from the dead and that that would be what changed everything. And his closest friends and followers are arguing over who's the greatest, completely missing the point. They just didn't understand. And not just theologically that they didn't understand the nature of Jesus' suffering and resurrection. They just didn't get what it was Jesus was there to show them. So, as Jesus so often did, he continues to explain it to them. He helps them, even if they can't yet understand what he's going to do on that cross, even if they can't yet understand what he's going to do through that resurrection, he helps them understand that what really matters, what makes someone truly great, is not having other people beneath you that are doing things for you, but that the greatest is the one who serves. Now, they didn't fully realize this yet, but that's what Jesus was there for. And it is what they had seen Jesus doing every day of his life in ministry as he healed the sick and preached and compassionately fed the multitudes and just looked after the least of these over and over again. Jesus had been setting them that example. So when he says this, he's making that clear. 
that greatness among his followers isn't going to be measured the same way the world measures it. In fact, Jesus really drives the point home when he scoops up a child. Can you picture that? As you come to know Jesus through Mark's gospel account, we see a Christ, a Savior, who picks up and hugs little children. Children who, to anybody else, would be disposable. To anybody else, would be too, too small and insignificant to waste your time with. Yet Jesus picks them up and holds them up to his apostles and says, You guys, you need to be like this kid. This child is who you need to be like. That's not the way the world saw things. But it is the way Jesus sees things. He challenges us as his followers to be people who serve, who don't spend our lives only ever seeking what we want and getting our way, who don't measure our worth based on the number of people that we get to boss around. He challenges us as his followers to serve the way he serves, the way he served every day of his life, the way he served through that sacrifice of his life that he did. He challenges us to be like children. He challenges us to receive the children to not see them as a burden or a distraction, but to welcome them, to embrace them, knowing that as we receive them, the ones that the rest of the world doesn't have time for, the ones that the rest of the world doesn't want to be bothered with, when we receive them, we're receiving Jesus. We're receiving God who sent Jesus. That's how Jesus sees things. And as we come to know him, his hope is that as he continues to teach us, we'll learn to see things that way.